0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 163. And today we're talking about a cult and it's a local one for us. So we're really excited to dive into this because it is crazy. If you've not heard of the Love Has One cult, you're going to find this very interesting. I think I did. We did.
1: No, absolutely. (laughs) It's it's I mean, anybody that comes out and says, I am God. You know, you always know that there's going to be more, you know, more to the picture than than just, you know, somebody who says they're God. Right. There's going to be a lot of underlying things going on that I think (laughs)
0: many of underlying things. But today we're going to be talking mainly about Amy Carlson, who calls herself Mother God.
1: Uh, or Mother Earth or Mother Gaia.
0: Yeah. She has many names for herself and some big news recently broke regarding this cult, so we will get into that newest update towards the end. But yeah, I'm
1: It's a it's a really interesting case it because is. it takes place in a very beautiful but remote part of Colorado. Um, An area known as Crestone. I think we've even brought that up before when talking about UFOs. Yeah, we've definitely talked about Crestone before. There's a town that's not far from Crestone called Hooper, Colorado, where it's like one of the biggest hotspots for UFO sightings in Mm -hmm. in the entire United States. So and this is probably, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes away uh, Mm -hmm. from this location. And just that whole area of the San Luis Valley is and the San Luis Mountains is. You know, there's a lot of a lot of people believe it's a very, you know, almost like a magical place. Like there's energy vortexes there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of discussion around that. Well, there's just a lot of mysteries around Crestone.
1: It is. And one of those I mean, one of those kind of mysteries to me is just like the great sand dunes that are down
0: there. Oh, yeah. That's a big mystery.
1: That, you know, in Colorado, (laughs) you would never expect to stumble upon literally giant piles of sand.
0: You wouldn't expect it. But but yet they're
1: there. And
0: it's beautiful, too. We've gone down there and stayed down there hoping to see UFOs because the sky is so clear at night it's truly gorgeous you can see satellites so easily and shooting stars every every couple uh, gal- of seconds Milky Way
1: galaxy I mean opens it's
0: incredible up. I mean no light pollution it's a really cool place to go but it definitely attracts an interesting interesting group of people it, yeah <laughs> and it does. this group is uh quite interesting especially Amy herself
1: yep yep kind of a new age, spiritual type of cult.
0: All about love.
1: Love. <laughs> or that's love what she says. Worn. So, but obviously, you know, there's a lot more to dive into at that. So that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna get into today. Very excited about this episode. So with that being said, this episode is brought to you by Third Love native Ana Luisa, Tushy, and Cat Person. And before we actually get into the episode, I just want to quickly say that our CBD brand, Higher Love Wellness, we just launched a new basically flavor of CBD oil, Mm -hmm. blueberry OG
0: in our tincture.
1: Yes. Yes. It's really good
0: stuff. It is. I'm so happy with how the flavor turned out. So natural and fresh. It's really like an infused taste.
1: Yes. And it's the terpene blend itself is actually really, you know, kind of geared towards taking towards the end of the day. It's a great one to take before bed Mm -hmm. and kind of when you're trying to wind down, because that's, you know, blueberry OG or blueberry Kush terpene blend is, you know, is gonna give you more of like that Indica sort of feel to it, which mm-hmm. is good. So it's a great end of day, great chill out. But without CBD the psychoactive oil. effects, just right. to be clear. Yes, it doesn't it's get completely you.
0: completely THC free. It is so. And we are super excited. We have actually launched a coupon code for our Mile Higher viewers. It is code Homies, and you can get ten percent off site wide. Yes. Which is really fun.
1: And that's not limited to one order, that's just a code that you can use yep. time and time again, which is pretty cool. So yeah definitely check out higher love wellness we're gonna be dropping some more stuff this summer which we're very excited about we have a lot in the works we've been trying out some new
0: samples and i'm so excited about them they're so good i'm really excited to see where everything goes and thank you to everyone who has supported our brand so far we cannot thank you enough we're really able to get going and launch new things because of all of your support
1: absolutely and we're just expanding operations we're hiring more people which is exciting so Mm a lot of really cool things are happening around the higher love wellness brand, which yeah. very excited about.
0: So are you ready to talk about Amy?
1: Let's talk about mother God herself, Amy Carlson. So I think it's important, you know what, especially when tackling a cult, you know, you in, and. and Love has won would say we're not a cult. They, they, of course, you know when they're asked about this, never think
0: they're cult, right? Exactly, (laughs) that's what makes them a cult.
1: (laughs) Exactly, you know they tell everybody, oh, we're not a cult. We're just a, you know, a group of of light workers, all you know, spreading love around the the world. But you you know, as you dive in more, you start seeing that that's not exactly the case. But with any (laughs) cult, you got to look at the person who starts it, who Mm -hmm. leads it, and kind of you know creates the following behind it. And in that, most
0: cases, it's like one specific person exactly. that really takes the reins. Seems.
1: Yep. And with love is one, that person is Amy Carlson. So let's talk a little bit about her.
0: Okay. So Amy was born on November 30th, 1975 and grew up in Dallas in a middle-class family with two younger sisters. Her parents divorced when she was young and the girls lived with their father for a while. Her mother, Linda Haythorn eventually remarried and Amy and her sisters moved in with them. She was a good student growing up. She got along with her peers and sang for her school choir. As a teen, she and her mom were close, but Linda noticed right away that her daughter made poor choices when it came to her relationships. She was in multiple abusive relationships and had problems with addiction early on, especially alcohol. By the time she was 30, she had been married multiple times and had three kids. She worked as a manager at a local McDonald's to help support their family, and she seemed pretty happy. But in 2006, when she was 32 years old, things took a turn for the worse. Amy had Thanksgiving dinner with her family and then just left the house after dinner and never came back. She abandoned her husband and her kids for a man that she had met online who called himself Father God. Really great choices. Throughout the years, she had become a more spiritual person, too, and was really interested in like new age healing, holistic medicine, Sometimes she said some stuff that her family said was just a little out there, but they never thought that she would just up and abandon her whole family.
1: So I think that it's not totally abnormal for somebody to, you know, experience things in your life and then come to a realization that, you know, I need some sort of radical, radical change in my life. And oftentimes people, especially these days, they go to the Internet in search of answers and you end up finding people online who are saying some interesting things. And, you know, it's very easy to, you know, kind of catch wind of some of these things and then sort of get total, you know, it's like going down a rabbit hole, right? And sometimes when people go down the rabbit hole, they go down too far down the rabbit hole where they completely commit to that idea or that belief system. And then, you know, it causes them to I don't know almost have like a, a a midlife crisis in a way where you're like oh my god i've been living my life completely the wrong way so now i need to do this in order to get my life on track especially like with some like, type of
0: awakening for
1: yeah me. and like there's so much of that content online and, and i know just for me personally like i've consumed a lot of like self-help motivational content mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of really interesting people especially spiritual people like if you're when i got out of religion i you know i i left religion and spirituality Completely for a long time mm-hmm. because I just was like, I don't want I don't want any too. of it. I'm pissed at it I yeah. didn't my experience is horrible but then as time has gone on and my you know, my heart has softened a bit and just you know I've had some more experiences in life. I've realized like, okay Let me let me start exploring spirituality again and for the both of us too like you didn't grow up spiritual so, you know You you were kind of introduced to it kind of the same time I was as far as like some of the new ideas and, and beliefs that are out there And with with, you know, Amy and the things that she found online, I mean, at first glance, you're not going to say that these things are necessarily horrible or bad or evil or something that's going to, you know, cause Mm -hmm. you to do something.
0: The root message that she was trying to drum up. Right.
1: When you're trying to figure out why my life has been so hard, why is my life, you know, why have I had these horrible experiences happen Mm -hmm. to me? I mean she's she's says she's been sexually assaulted before and things like that you know she said she's been raped yeah exactly that's what yes that's what i mean yeah so i understand why people go searching for something for a higher meaning or higher purpose to help try to cope with those things and you know
0: but it's it's a whole nother level to go to the point where you then want to own it act like you are the all-giving person for it right cut off your friends and family And use it as a way to get power, which is what cult leaders often do. They take it that next step further. Right. Amy definitely did that. And especially leaving all of her family to go off and call herself mother, along with this guy, Father God. It's pretty interesting, you know, to just leave all of her children. Doesn't give a single shit about them, but she calls herself mother.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Father God, he had to have been pretty convincing to give you know get her to completely leave her life behind
0: well who knows how convincing he even was she may have just been wanting to do this maybe she just felt like she needed to you know get get away from her responsibilities and completely start fresh who knows why amy actually left at the end That's of the day true. That's true. i think i'm curious about father god i feel like a lot obviously did come from him and the idea came from him but like she took it a whole nother level even beyond whatever he had going on, it seems. Yeah. So father God brings her down to Crestone, which is an area of Colorado. Like we said, it's a place that's known for spiritual development, worship, healing, and introduced her to others like him.
1: And actually there is Buddhist like shrines down there. And so yeah. there's actual, there's a lot of different spiritual groups mm-hmm. down there. um, in this area because if a lot of spiritual people believe this is like a, you know, high energy place, you know, the vibration there is much higher than other places on, on the earth. So,
0: so father God takes her down to Crestone. He introduces her to other people in his forming cult. These people had lived in various places in Colorado, Oregon, California, and Florida and spread their messages online, mainly through YouTube and just online forums. So after Amy went with him and met some more people, she eventually cut off all contact with her family and Linda, her mother had to follow her daughter's movements online through the group's Facebook and YouTube accounts. The first father god didn't last, actually. He only lasted a few years. But Amy went through multiple father gods, and she remained the only mother, rising through the ranks. Eventually, she attracted her own group of loyal followers who lovingly called her mom. Things changed in 2018 with Amy's latest father god, a man named Jason Castillo. Jason had a history of criminal activity, including drunk driving, breaking and entering, and child neglect. And around this time, the group started calling themselves Love Has One, or LHW, and they settled in Moffitt, Colorado, which is a part of the Crestone area. They rented a house in Casita Park, a community of small homes and trailers in the area called Baca Grande.
1: So I think it's important to understand why Love Has One actually moved to this area of land uh, in the Baca Grande area. Well, if you actually go back in time, the Baca Grande was developed into a residential area in the 1970s. And this land was absolutely sacred to multiple Native American tribes. And 28% was reserved as greenbelt land, where building was restricted in order to preserve the natural beauty as well as protect the environment. In 1977, 2 million acres of land in the southwestern United States, including the Baca Grande development, was purchased by Maurice Strong and his partners. Maurice was advised to sell the land, but when he visited the area with his wife, Han Strong, she felt an instant spiritual connection to it and insisted that this was their new home. And shortly after moving to the area, Han was visited by a man named Glenn Anderson, who was a local mystic and prophet who said he'd been waiting for her. Glenn explained that the purpose for the land was to serve as a refuge for all of the world's spiritual traditions and become a high vibrational interfaith community. He explained that the energetic vibrations would be so intense that only those sincerely committed to engaging on a spiritual path could actually withstand it. And that the people who come there will reach a higher level of consciousness and find inner peace so world leaders will come seeking answers to humanity's most profound questions like how to reduce consumption reverse climate change and find harmony with nature the hopi was one of the tribes who considered this area of land sacred so han consulted with their elders she participated in ceremonies and prayers for several hours before the elders told her the prophet's vision was right han's role was to create a spiritual center that represented the religions of the world. So Love is One wasn't able to qualify as one of the recognized religions in this area, so the group had to go find a house to rent and moved onto the land. The property was later bought by a group member, Miguel Lamboy, also known as Archangel Michael. Mother God actually moved there and lived with anywhere from 12 to 20 core members at a time. And now that the property was owned by a member, they had a permanent home. Miguel established Love Is One as a nonprofit in the state of Colorado in 2020. But the group also rented a cabin in Slida, Colorado, about an hour away, which we've been there too. We've stayed in Slida we have. before another cool place in Colorado. And they used this cabin in order to initiate new recruits before they are incorporated into the larger group. In order to make money, the group solicited donations in order to support their financials. And they sold new age products like vitamin supplements and other, you know, herbal remedies and and things like that.
0: Gotta love it. They're selling vitamins.
1: Oh, yeah. And they also advertised etheric surgery sessions in order to remove sickness and negative energy. And each session costs $88.
0: And Amy literally thought she could do these surgeries herself with her mind pretty much.
1: Yeah. And I heard that like she did. She claims to have done 100,000 of these surgeries. Which included removing cancer, brain surgery, and Mm. organ repair.
0: For 88 bucks, man, what a deal.
1: And she would do this by accessing the spiritual realm, another plane, in order to do this remote surgery. But one former member actually even said that it turns out that a lot of these surgeries were actually performed by like new recruits even. That it wasn't (laughs) always Mother God who actually Mm -hmm. did the surgery. So if somebody paid for that, you'd expect to have Mother God herself doing this remote spiritual surgery but in fact it could have been a brand new member who was just following a you know a step by step guide.
0: And this group got really into YouTube and it was a big part of how they were recruiting new members. They would do live streams on YouTube to promote their products, their services, ask for donations and of course recruit new members. Often they actually had something called daily recruitment live streams and these videos could go on for hours during the day and were a highly effective recruitment tool unfortunately. New recruits were often people who had abandoned their spouses, their children, their successful careers, all to move to the middle of nowhere with a group of strangers. How does someone get to that point? And Amy definitely used everything that was going on in 2020 to create fear in order to recruit new members, especially with the pandemic. You know, she was telling people that it's going to be way worse than it is. And
1: And really beating into a lot of the theories and conspiracies that were going around online and Mm -hmm. And, you know, really fed into those.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people were in a desperate place in that time, losing their job, you know, looking for something or someone to lift them up. And there yeah, or know, somebody who's got Amy. the answers,
1: like who's actually got the truth about what's going on in yeah. the world.
0: A lot of people seem to have been looking for the truth in that year. Yeah. Know? And of course, with so many people feeling really negative during the last year, love has one offered their etheric surgery sessions to remove that negativity and sickness from their lives. And during these sessions, participants were told to surrender themselves to Mother God. This is a phrase that Amy used a lot surrender. It's all about surrendering. And that's surrender to Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a control tactic, obviously. And what's interesting is an individual could actually sign up for a session on behalf of their family members, friends, and neighbors, even pets. Some people even spent thousands of dollars for other people's surgery sessions. Right. And the other person probably has no idea it's even happening. So potential recruits were introduced to some of the group's beliefs through live streams and videos that were posted to YouTube. They would encourage people to align their schedules with the seven colors of the chakra, such as only wearing clothes and eating foods that matched that day's color. Interesting. Members also were not allowed to drink or do drugs, which is very ironic because Amy is a big drinker herself. They were also instructed to stare into the sun, That's right. People stare into the sun to get light codes because Amy believed that they were light workers. So they're essentially harvesting energy. Also, men must only urinate while sitting down. Also, Amy had her members barely sleeping. She was very anti resting in any way. Even if you were just sitting down, relaxing on the couch, you could not, you know, just chill at any point. You had to always be moving around and she would only let people sleep for four or five hours a night Honestly, if they were lucky, I've seen plenty of clips of people only getting like one hour or two hours or being completely sleep deprived for the night, which obviously this is a way that they would control members. You can make a lot less logical decisions when you are exhausted. You're more likely to do something that you wouldn't have done if you had, you know, full rest.
1: Yeah. It's just easier to brainwash people. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think people can be brainwashed? I think so. Yeah. So like if... I know when I don't get sleep like pff, forget about it yeah. like not bad. you just don't and you just don't care as much about life in general when you when you're tired and yeah you know and you're just you start accepting I guess you just kind of accept things as they are especially if you're on a controlled schedule like the, mm-hmm. like these members were
0: your ability to think critically just kind of goes out the window
1: yeah know? yeah
0: so once a person became a member of the group, they were no longer allowed to have sex unless it's with their twin flame, which is when two living bodies share the same soul. And then once new recruits actually made the decision to commit to love has one and moved to Colorado, they got to learn about the group's more bizarre beliefs. One of them being that billions of years ago, the people of Atlantis stole crystal technology from Lumeria, an ancient civilization in lost continent. We've talked about before And according to love has one, when the Atlanteans used this crystal technology, the earth suddenly exploded, which was the big bang. And then according to them, the planet was taken over by the Anunnaki or the ancient deities, reptilians or lizard people, however you personally refer to it.
1: So 19 billion years ago, mother, God, a divine being who existed at higher levels of consciousness devised a plan to save the universe from evil. Mother God created Father God from her own heart and sent him to hell to gather darkness, while she worked on harmonic balance from heaven. She then created the Father of the multiverse, and together the three of them were the Holy Trinity. Mother God and Father God are twin flames and share the same soul, and when she is united with her twin flame together, they will cause the second Big Bang. Mother God birthed all of creation and became the Queen of Lumeria. And when the time is right, she will lead the 144,000 chosen people from Earth by ascending to the fifth dimension, and everyone else will be recycled into the galactic sun. Mother God has been reincarnated on Earth 534 times, and this is something Amy has said herself many times, that she has lived life as Jesus Christ himself, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra, Pocahontas, Queen Elizabeth I, Harriet Tubman, Amelia Earhart, and many more, the list just keeps going on and on. She has full memories of all of her lives, including being hung on the cross as Jesus Christ. In her current life as Amy Carlson, she has survived 589 assassination attempts, she says. Her core group of followers was the Galactic Federation of Light team, which included, according to her, the deceased Robin Williams. The day he died, he appeared in her bedroom and has been with her ever since. Mother God also has a first contact ground crew, which is a devoted group of followers who have given up their lives in order to join her mission and help save humanity. Followers of Love is One believe that Amy Carlson is God in the flesh, that she's embodying God in a physical vessel, and that's why they worship her as such. They believe that free will is a failed experiment and a sin, and members must always listen to Mother God and never question her, ever. Once humanity raises their level of consciousness and vibration to match the planet, it'll be time for them to evolve from the third dimension to the fifth. And Mother God is absorbing all the lower emotions from humanity as this transformation takes place, which is extremely hard on her. Followers who showed too much emotion were viewed as taking energy from Mother God, so new recruits were kept from her until they reached a high vibration of energy. And if someone's vibrations were consistently off, well, that wasn't good for you because you were sent to Desolation Row, which was a remote area, in you know, this deserty area, and were ordered to stay there until, you know, you raised your vibration to a level that you were then welcomed back into the group. Beings who are healed and purified by Mother God also lose all fear and doubt, and completely surrender to her, and only then can they stop causing her pain.
0: So like we said, the group often posted a lot of live streams and videos to their YouTube page. And oftentimes it showed them just straight up abusing the members. Amy was described as being of purity, wisdom and joy. But she was often seen on video screaming and berating members. And she seems drunk in all of the footage. There's even footage of her abusing children and animals. At one point, I don't even know where this child came from. But there's a child living in this house with them.
1: So... A family came to Mother God because they believed okay. that she could help discipline and they brought their, their child, child with them. Yeah, oh. they brought their child to the house where they all lived, hoping that they have this unruly kid or so they say and you know they were hoping that Mother God could help them straighten mm-hmm. straighten them out. And, so
0: here's how she does it. She decides that the best way to teach discipline to the child is to lock them in a closet for two minutes at a time in complete darkness.
1: And, and the hope of it is that the child's going to somehow realize that, you know, what they're doing is wrong and that they're going to yeah. come out. And
0: she actually claimed that the reason they do it in a dark closet is so that she, they can be meditative can and think
1: center them except though, yeah. in the
0: clip, the kid is just screaming out in terror the entire time. And then they bring him out and he starts crying again and they punish him again. It's the second time and put him in timeout once again. Sorry. It just really gets me like the way that she treated this child. And then there's in the clip at the end, You can actually see her like squeezing him and saying, surrender, surrender,
1: surrender to mother. Yep,
0: sicko. Then she also abuses animals, which is a real nice look for Amy. She held she holds up a cat on a live stream um, by its scruff is what I call it. Just kind of that extra skin on the back. And she argues that mother's mother cats. Yeah, yeah. which they do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you should. (laughs) And the cat is way too heavy for this. She's. Like holding him around, swinging him around, holding his face, screaming at the cat, all on a live stream for random strangers and recruits to see. How nice! In one live stream, group members admitted that they abandoned their cats while on vacation because Amy told them it was time to move along. In another video, Amy is tormenting a member for bringing her meatballs for dinner instead of chicken parmesan.
1: Yeah, let's play that. Real pissed. Let's play this one. I didn't say meatballs. I love meatballs, but I didn't fucking say that. Chicken
0: parmesan. How dare they bring her chicken or meatballs? (laughs) How dare they bring her meatballs instead? uh,
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because she the way that she Dr. Phil when she was interviewed about this particular clip, he's like, "Can you provide?" She's like, "It's out of context." All these clips (laughs) that they're showing that put her in bad light. She her excuse is always that. Mm -hmm. It's just out of context. If you knew the full story and the situation, then you would understand. But it's it's kind of hard to understand because she's obviously being basically verbally abusive to to, you know, the guy named Adams in that clip. And then she was like, oh, I'm talking to my husband and you can't see her husband and stuff. But even then, I mean, it's no way to talk to anybody and especially about something so silly like food.
0: Well, her favorite thing to say to people is to call them whores. Right. She says all these whores. Yeah. All I ask for is chicken parmesan and these whores bring me meatballs. Yeah. And instead. this
1: is these are her members that are literally there yeah. to to serve her and help her ascend. pretty mm. funny.
0: So Amy was abusive towards members before Jason even came along. But things really escalated when he came into the picture and became father God. He was the disciplinarian of the group. He often forced members to berate and degrade themselves. Here's a clip. Now you are fucking insane, correct? Yes.
1: How could an insane individual serve God?
0: You're gonna be a paraplegic. You're only gonna have the right usage of your leg and arm.
1: And that's just like some of the clips that are out Mm -hmm. there. There's actually a clip on Reddit uh, that's got a lengthy amount of clips of Jason in it. And he says a lot of really anti-semitic things he says straight up racist things Mm -hmm. i mean he's he's clearly you know a very bad dude and you know his toxicity just absolutely i I think took amy kind of to the next level as far as her abuse and just i think amy is just as evil
0: as him in my opinion
1: yeah but I, i really do think jason really like accelerated that for her too when he came into the picture because he just brought I mean he's father god. You have to remember in their in their hierarchy he is father god, she's mother god. So having such a strong, you know, personality like him come in who's absolutely toxic, fill everybody's brains with poison, mm-hmm. you know, it's just going to make everything way way worse.
0: Well, Amy's head was definitely filled with poison even before he came.
1: Right, right.
0: She just goes about it in a more sneaky way. He's more outright with his abuse. Her abuse is more backhanded and narcissistic. Yeah. Former members have also accused Jason of physically abusing them and sexually assaulting them. The manipulation and brainwashing started early for new recruits. Amy would tell people that she had spoken to their dead relatives and that they support her mission and also would urge them to get their living relatives to join. Love has one to save humanity. And when new members arrive, they are given new names and forced to hand over all their money and possessions pretty much just erase their identity completely. They're starved, sleep deprived, like we said, which all makes it easier to brainwash them and manipulate them. Amy would send guides out to help coach new members to cut off their family. Typical cult shit. They must choose mother God over everything and everyone, even their own children. And people did. Members must also stay up till at least midnight every night and are woken up at 5 a.m., And live streams start promptly at 6 a.m. Imagine getting on a live stream at 6 a.m. Yeah,
1: that's wild, man.
0: (laughs) Sleep deprived and you have to try to get people to leave their families and come join you. How fun. During these videos, members have said appalling things. They've used slurs and are openly racist and anti-Semitic. In one video, they explained that concentration camps in the Holocaust actually helped Jewish people learn how to work instead of taking interest from people as bankers. Amy also would kick people out of the group for doing drugs, which to her were strictly forbidden. Members also said in videos that she never did drugs, even though there's footage of her actually getting high. And there's plenty of footage of her acting. I mean, interesting. You can make your own decision on whether or not you think she's on anything, but she definitely drinks a lot of alcohol. Members said that she was drinking pretty much all day beer as soon as she woke up Tequila, cracking one shots, open yeah. Yep. And all because it's organic and a natural painkiller. How Hmm, nice.
1: That seems very convenient.
0: Yep. She said she couldn't have things like morphine. So she needs alcohol. And her members even defend her on Dr. Phil. They were like trying to make her sound like not an alcoholic. Like she just uses this natural thing, alcohol all day, (laughs) all day. Yeah. So she would get very drunk all the time. And the more Amy would drink, the more her angry, bitter and just flat out mean side would show.
1: You just fucking got me on that fucking motherfucker. Fucking wow.
0: Desperate family members who lost loved ones to love has won have contacted the local sheriff's office and the FBI to report the abuse, brainwashing and fraud. And the police would go to the property for a welfare check. But if a member was an adult and said they didn't want to leave, you know, there's really nothing that they can do. Of course, they have every right to yeah. be there and yeah, believe in whatever they want.
1: Adult, I mean, yeah. pretty much do whatever.
0: So in May of 2020, a man in Mississippi named Alex Witten actually decided to abandon his whole family, his kids and everything, to join Love Has One. Alex was a conservative Republican who served in the military. He had a successful career and a six-figure salary. He lived with his wife, Ariane, and they had two kids and a half a million dollar house. So you'd think things were pretty yeah. good for him, you know? But things took a turn when he lost his job during the pandemic, he signed up for one of those etheric surgery sessions for himself and others. And he quickly became obsessed and ended up spending $15,000 on sessions when these sessions are like 80, 88 bucks each. So <laughs> that's a lot.
1: $15,000 is a lot. If they're $88 a session, that's a right, lot of sessions. Right. So he must have saw something happen, right? I guess. I mean, who goes and throws $15,000 down the drain if nothing has oh, actually Oh, people happening? will do
0: it, man. People will do it. Man think that they're getting help and actually aren't like you could uh, uh, think you're actually seeing results, but it's, it can be a placebo effect for you completely. That's true. He started following the group's many rules and as time went on, he became more erratic. He barely slept and barely ate. And Ariane was afraid that Alex would try to recruit their kids into this cult as well. So she sent her kids away to stay with relatives for a bit. She sought help from family members and psychiatrists and read books on cult indoctrination to try to save her husband. But sadly, nothing worked. He was in too deep. In May of 2020, they met at a law office in separate cars. And when it was time for them to drive home, Alex told his wife that he would follow her. But when Ariane pulled out of the parking lot, he drove the opposite way. She turned around and followed him to the airport. He parked, started walking into the airport, and she followed him in And begged him not to do this. She reminded him that she and their children needed him. But he turned to her and said flatly, Mother God called me home. It has been just four months since he first found Love Has Won. Ariane desperately started going through Love Has Won videos and social media, searching for answers. The next day, she saw her husband on a live stream. He was in Colorado.
1: And just a day after she saw him in a live stream, he was gone. A family member watching a live stream heard them talking about how the new recruit hadn't worked out because his energy wasn't right. And he was on the wrong side of the mountain. Ariane and other family members started calling the local police in Colorado. Cause they just, you know, they obviously had an inkling that something was very wrong. Well, it turns out Alex had been exiled from love Is one and sent to desolation row. His energy wasn't compatible with the group and he had questioned mother God. So he had to go. A search party was sent out and they found him wandering the desert naked. He was disoriented, dehydrated, and on some sort of hallucinogenic drug. He also had cactus needles stuck in his feet, severely burned eyes from looking directly at the sun because he's following what they're telling him to do. Get your light codes from the the galactic sun. The hospital actually called Ariane and she told them everything. She said Alex was a danger to himself or others and begged them not to discharge him. She called the police and told them to arrest her husband before letting him go but the hospital didn't listen alex signed discharge papers and was free to go and he left wearing nothing but hospital scrubs when Ariane found out she and other family members posted online asking for help and someone who offered to help found him sitting alone under a bridge it was actually a nurse who volunteered to take him to a hotel in denver And she sat with Alex for eight hours until his brother could come and get him.
0: Nice person.
1: Yeah, seriously. And when his brother finally arrived, Alex was in pretty bad shape, although he still believed in Mother God. And he actually thought that he had ascended into the fifth dimension and in fact completed his mission. Part of his recovery was his family just playing along with this whole narrative for a little while. They assured him that he had done what Mother God needed him to do and that it was all over now. One year later, Alex is still recovering and dealing with the shame and guilt he feels for abandoning his family for Amy Carlson and her cult. Group members claim that they still love Alex and deny doing anything wrong whatsoever.
0: Sometimes people have a very quick awakening. And if anybody's ever experienced that, it can be a bit disorienting. Um, because you just all of a sudden open up to all this spiritual energy. And it can be overwhelming depending on your your being. Um, But ultimately, we love Alex and um, he has never actually done an interview or said anything. It's always been his wife and his sister. So by the end of summer 2020, Amy started to look really frail and sick in pictures and video. Members were carrying her everywhere. She was never seen walking herself, even to the bathroom. She had to have someone take her there. In August, she and a few group members traveled to Kauai, Hawaii, Hawaii. This was kind of an end of the life trip for her. It seems like she knew she didn't have much time left because she claimed she has cancer. So they rented a house, but when they arrived in Hawaii, they were definitely not welcomed. The Islanders viewed them as a cult and a threat. Plus they repeatedly violated COVID-19 lockdowns, which are taken very seriously in Hawaii and mocked quarantine restrictions in videos that they posted online. Then Amy claimed that she was the reincarnated Pele, which is the Hawaiian goddess of fire and volcanoes.
1: That's the fastest way to to get the Hawaiians pissed at you.
0: Yeah, they were extremely offended by that. And protests broke out against the group. More than 100 people gathered outside of their rental house. They threw eggs and rocks at the house, broke windows and Amy's SUV. And Amy was really not happy about that, saying that they resorted to violence. They also had three small fires that were set on the beach nearby. And about a dozen police officers responded to the scene. And two National Guard vehicles were nearby, which blocked the entrance to the neighborhood.
1: That's how crazy this guy. That's, yeah. that's just wild. It
0: got really intense. The mayor told the group that he couldn't guarantee their safety. And they agreed to leave if the state provided plane tickets home and a police escort to the airport. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? They can't even afford to get back. Yeah. Then don't go, dumbasses.
1: So then that's when they moved from Hawaii to actually Mount Shasta, Mm -hmm. California, where they were living in an RV park with some members. And this is all around April, 2021. So very very recently. recently. Yeah. And at this point, mother God was very ill, which members believed was because she was taking on all the pain and suffering of the world and humanity.
0: Basically, they try to explain that she's kind of like mother earth and that mother earth's in pain from all of the suffering that's happening. And that's why she lashes out that's why she has yeah. anger and that's why she's ill as well
1: yeah basically has all the human emotions mm-hmm.
0: it's all the fault of everyone else
1: yeah exactly before we get into the absolute bizarre end of mother god we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll be right back
0: sure you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy juicy tender chicken sandwich is but that's just the beginning the full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. 830
1: to 919, 1011 to 1031 and 1122 to 121221. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required.
0: So in reality, it wasn't the world that was giving her illness. It was the fact that Amy had cancer. She was paralyzed from the waist down, and she was also drinking so much every day. There's no way that wasn't affecting her health. More than once, she would beg her followers to take her to the hospital, but they refused. Her illness was part of the ascension process. This is what they had been waiting for. Once Mother God moved on to the fifth dimension, they would be next. Plus, they knew that doctors wouldn't understand what was actually happening, and they were afraid that they might try to treat her, which would stop the 5D ascension process. And jason stayed by her every second he continued to give her alcohol and she was also taking colloidal silver which is a supplement the group had been pushing as a COVID 19 cure they were reported to the fda and warned to stop but over time it became very clear that amy was very very sick from the videos and pictures that were being posted online and her family tried to get her help her mother and her children still loved her despite everything They called local authorities over and over, trying to get them to do welfare checks, but they were never let inside. On April 10th of this year, Amy talked to their landlord, who was alarmed by her appearance. She said that she looked like a walking corpse. He had actually come to say goodbye to her, assuming that she was on her deathbed. And there's a picture, and she does look definitely like a walking corpse, except she wasn't walking.
1: On April 16th, a photo was posted in the group's private chat rooms of Father God holding Mother God in his arms. In the photo, Amy looked emaciated. Her hair was noticeably thinning and her skin was a sickly purposed blue color. Amy's mother, Linda, found out about the picture and actually called the local authorities again to do a welfare check telling them it was an emergency. So they actually sent police officers and ambulances to the RV, but the people living there refused to provide any information about Amy Carlson and sent them away. On April 28th, 2021, the Sawatch County Sheriff's Office in Colorado was called to the Lova Juan Colts home in Moffat. They had been called by the owner of the house, Miguel Lamboy, or as known by the group, Archangel Michael. And when they got there, he told them that he had been away for a while and the people were staying at his house. And when he got home, he found the body and tried to leave with his two-year-old son, but they refused to let them go. And he believed that the body had been brought from California. So when police went inside, they discovered a mummified body in a makeshift shrine. It was wrapped in a sleeping bag and covered in Christmas lights. The eyes were missing, and there was glitter makeup around the eye sockets. The lips were curled back, making the teeth disturbingly prominent. The officers later said that they had never seen a group of people be so calm and casual about a dead person in the back room. And they suspected it was Amy, but the body was so decomposed they couldn't identify it. Linda Haythorn sent a sample of her DNA in order to confirm that it was her daughter, Amy Carlson. At that point, investigators discovered that Amy had been sick since September, 2020. the coroner believed she had been dead for four weeks or more at that point and was likely dead in the april 16th photo she was 45 years old at the time of her death she'd also been ingesting dangerous amounts of colloidal silver the group's alleged covid 19 cure and this can cause discoloration of the skin seizures and organ failure if it's taking over a long period of time seven members of love is one were arrested including jason castile father god Four of them were charged with tampering with a corpse and three face charges of abuse of a corpse. And all seven are also charged with two misdemeanor counts of child abuse since there were two kids in the house with the dead body.
0: Whose idea was that? To just keep her in there. It's interesting to me that they didn't try to bury her.
1: Well, I think
0: like return her to the earth. That seems like something she would want. They just want they just kept her in a sleeping bags wrapped in Christmas lights.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, definitely weird. Like,
0: why? I'm curious about the Christmas lights. Why?
1: They really like, they really like the Christmas lights and all the colors. I think, I think they like all the chakra, the chakra colors and stuff. Oh, I think that's what I recommend. Yeah. So, and I think that they believe that even though, you know, her spirit had ascended to the fifth dimension that by having her physical body there, you know, it was kind of, it was like a daily reminder. Obviously it's, that makes no sense to a logical person, but it
0: kind of made her into a Christmas tree in the house.
1: Yeah. Literally a human Christmas tree. And one person was charged with false imprisonment for not letting miguel leave the police allowed miguel to leave with his son and a 13 year old girl who was found at the house was put into foster care after miguel lamboy reported the corpse he actually fled and hasn't been heard from since and in court one of the defense attorneys for the members claimed that he had stolen a large amount of money from the group before taking off
0: at first lhw denied amy's death insisting that god doesn't die of course But once the body was identified and reported by the media, members started celebrating because they, of course, thought that this meant Mother God had ascended. She had her full power now and was no longer in pain. Between the California and Colorado locations, there were up to 29 members of Love Has Won at the time of Amy's death. So the members who weren't arrested have since disappeared, but they still believe in Mother God and are anxiously awaiting their own ascension to the fifth dimension to join Amy. People in South Africa, Australia, and one woman in Memphis are still conducting the daily live streams to this day. And no one from the core group who fled after Amy's death has been seen in any of the recent videos. Members have always rejected the term cults, of course, explaining that they're only called a cult because they don't follow society's expectations and belief. They see to the truth that others can't, and they truly believe that mother God is God. Family members whose loved ones are still a part of Love Has One would definitely disagree with that, though. They believe it's very dangerous and definitely a cult, and that the danger isn't over just because Amy Carlson is dead. They believe that Jason Castillo, Father God, and Miguel Lamboy took her place as the new leaders. And even though Jason was one of the seven charged with a crime, recent videos have discussed the teachings and wishes of Father God. And as of now, all seven members who were charged are out of jail and awaiting an upcoming remote court hearing. None of them have revealed their current locations. As the investigation continues, there may be additional charges about the group's finances, recruitment practices, and of course, Amy's death.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be financial yeah. crime there for sure. Like Probably. the fact that they're like a nonprofit and, yeah. you know, be acting like a religion. But
0: Well, one member said that Amy has multiple bank accounts that she claimed had hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, But that's, who knows? Yeah. There have been accusations of sexual assault, physical, verbal abuse, fraud, and connections to missing people and sex trafficking. And I'm sure most of you agree that love has one should not have nonprofit status. It's absolutely ridiculous. For example, the group has something called the joy fund, which was donations to pay for Amy to take trips, stay in fancy hotels and play games on her phone. Wow. Nice. Members also claim that by keeping Amy happy and relaxed, she was able to defeat the evil cabal and save humanity.
1: Or just be really drunk all the time.
0: <laughs> and sit there and play games on her phone. Yeah, seriously. All the nonprofits' assets are still in Miguel Lamboy's name, and he seemed to have no problem reporting the dead body left at his house, even though he knew it was Mother God. It's likely that he was just part of the group for financial reasons and to control people. Not because he really believed that Amy was God. There is speculation that Love Has Won is involved in police corruption as well. In 2016, a woman named Crystal Reisinger disappeared from downtown Crestone. Many people believe that Love Has Won could be involved in her disappearance. And as soon as I heard about Love Has Won, I thought about this case. I've covered it before. I'd love to take another look at it. Since it's been a few years since I last have, but and that's
1: one. I mean, one of the theories mm-hmm. about her disappearance is that she somehow got involved with the cult, or or the wrong group or, of people, yeah, or sold into sex trafficking or something like that.
0: Possibly. I mean, yeah, that's a big mystery mm-hmm. for sure. An officer named Wayne Clark was actually accused of mishandling her case, and he was charged with misconduct. But the day of his arraignment, he skipped town, and on the same day, Amy and several of her followers left for Hawaii. Mm. Interesting. Could all be a coincidence, but maybe there's something darker going on here.
1: There definitely could be.
0: Investigators believe that members of the group were responsible for Amy's death because they intentionally withheld food from her and medical treatment. But this is exactly what she had been telling them would happen all along and definitely what she wanted, at least at one point. Her followers were only speeding up her ascension, her life's purpose, which just so happened to be her death. So, what do you think about Amy after all that? And love has won. Uh,
1: man, I don't even know. I mean, obviously, it's there's probably a lot more to the story than we know for mm-hmm. sure. I think there's probably more shady things that went on. I mean, I'd be real. I'm really interested to see kind of how the investigation plays out because this. I mean, this is all very recent. I mean, we literally saw it in the news mm-hmm. uh, a month ago, and we're like, oh my god, we gotta we gotta look into this more. And yeah, I mean, a mummified corpse being pulled out of a, you know rv or whatever that's ties to crestone and and all that and just the idea just the whole concept of Mm -hmm. crestone you know and the fact that we we stay down there and just that whole area you know has this very mystical Mm -hmm. feel to it and there's definitely some odd people down there i mean it's a very remote part i mean it's what four or five hours away from denver Mm -hmm. just in the middle of nowhere and there's there's literally like no like even when you go into the town there's like maybe one officer for like miles and miles and Mm -hmm. miles. So it's a, it's a rather strange place. And I think that this connection to the Risinger case is very interesting. And
0: yeah, I do. I do too. I wish I wonder, I guess I should say if there is more information, you know, that they have that they're just not sharing with the public right now. Like how far is this investigation actually going at this point?
1: Right. Right. And I just wonder what the ultimate goal, like what's, what was the ultimate goal from like, a cult perspective was like were they just trying to grow their numbers and become this massive organization
0: i think at the end of the day for a lot of cult leaders it just all comes back to ego and just wanting to be treated as a special individual and thinking they are better than others and they're just complete narcissists to the point where they're willing to hurt other people and say terrible things and they just i mean the way she was acting about the chicken parm yeah, the meatball seriously. situation
1: clearly the the power went to her head yeah you know
0: she yelling at people like that acting like she really is god it's just interesting i mean i think that's really what it goes back to at the end of the day it's just ego and control and it's a mental illness i think
1: yeah i yeah. think it's pretty obvious i mean we don't even know the full extent no. they haven't released her autopsy of yet. of course so we don't and know. i don't want to speak because i don't know yeah but
0: i wouldn't be shocked if she was struggling with some mental illness, especially the way she just kind of uprooted out of her life and abandoned all her family. And they said that was like kind of unlike her. And they, the family in the Dr. Phil special talked a lot about how they felt. And that just at some point, she just kind of was like sucked into it all. You know, like they she was acting like someone they couldn't even recognize. Yeah. To them, they felt like she had different sides to her that they hadn't even seen that came out later in life. So I don't know. I
1: don't know. I mean. I mean, it's just cults in general scary. Are, are scary and dangerous. And just whenever you combine spirituality with, you know, a, you know, becoming a cult mm-hmm. and gaining control over people. I mean, there's, yeah. there's that, you know, there's cults of all types of religions, all type, basically mm-hmm. every belief system in the world, there's probably been a cult based on those beliefs. And it's just, Take it's just absolutely wild. Yeah. yeah. That like somebody perfectly normal one day, could all of a sudden flip like that and just start going down, like I said at the beginning, start going down the rabbit hole. And if you go down the rabbit hole far enough, it can be extremely hard to get out.
0: Especially if you're one of these people who thrives off of power and control of others. Once you have that and you have people calling you God, imagine how fast that's gonna go to your head and it clearly did for her. She only had 29 members at the time of her death and she still felt like she was actually God.
1: Imagine thinking that way. Well, I mean, she felt, she believed that she made a much bigger impact i mean she was like i've dealt did i know etheric surgery on these... hundred thousand okay. plus souls you know so i've a had a huge impact on this planet but at yeah. the end of the day it's like there it really wasn't anything nothing to all. be proud of yeah no and just you know ruined a lot of people's lives yeah yeah abuse she of children and you She's know these poor kids person. that were even exposed to this type of environment i mean it's well, traumatic.
0: i'm sure jason is still yeah. pushing it yeah. cooking it up i mean he, he clearly thrives off the ego and the power too
1: yeah so. and i think i think the other thing you have to think about with cults too is that oftentimes i think most of us think this is just kind of like an isolated little island of people that are in this little cult but sometimes what we often find if you keep digging into to things is especially cults that are active on the internet, on message boards, things like that. Is mm-hmm. they they start gaining connections. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's another cult out there mm-hmm. that has a similar belief system to Love Is One. Oh yeah. And I mean, we already know there's other groups across the world. There's a group in uh, South Korea that had the similar same type of concept of Mother God, Father God mm-hmm. type of thing. So this idea of, of Mother God. Yeah, you know, existing new. is not not a new concept. There's nothing really original about this whole cult no, at all, and all
0: their core beliefs. I mean, our no. ideas—some of them that we have talked about—yeah, well, it's that like, are just made into extremes,
1: exactly, and taken too and that's, seriously. That's that's the the dangerous part of it. Yeah. It so, is.
0: well, let us know what you guys thought of the Love Has One cults and Amy Carlson. It's a pretty interesting topic. We definitely want to know your thoughts. But that is going to be it for us today, guys.
1: We'll see you guys next week with another episode of the Mile Hire Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely be sure to let us know in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. We really appreciate it. It does help us out. It does. And yeah, that is it. We'll see you guys next time. And as always.
0: Always take your mind a
1: mile higher.